radioactive man and radioactive light. <laughs> That's right, dude. A little midnight oil there, huh? All right, man. Yeah. Wow. Good too. Where did you score that one from? Wow. Uh, it's actually... That's where I got the title of of today's show. That's right, man. That's the song I was thinking of. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> that was so funny. Well, <laughs> well, it does feel that way, right? The world's turning and uh, boining at the same time. Like, uh, do, do you know what that song's about? No, man. Throw it down. I can't <laughs> wait. It's uh, it was like the Australians. They gave back this land to the uh, original, the Aborigine or whatever. Oh yeah, it's like a group that was there that they like. I don't know. They pretty much killed them all off, but now there's like there's like four hundred of them thriving. Wow. So they're coming back. Yeah, they they live off the land. They still live, you know. It's crazy. It is pretty crazy. I mean, those are harsh conditions out there, number one. Number two, have you seen the creatures in Australia? They're the most frightening yeah. beasts on the planet. I know. Their spiders are gargantuan. I know. Imagine, like, the guys that can live out there. Have you seen the kangaroos? Yeah. They're, like, jacked, and they can beat yeah. the crap out of you. <laughs> the red ones, they, like, literally box. <laughs> and they fight you, man. It's crazy. Australia is the craziest fucking place. So to be like a nomadic land living person out there, you must be one tough son of a bitch, honestly, just to like survive in that the heat and then the animals. I'm telling you, the spiders, they have spiders that are like uh, out of Jumanji existing out there. What kind of kills me, though, is like, I guess the, the song that this is about was this group that was the last to fucking go go into like these camps or whatever. Oh, Man, wow. It's like. And it's like, then they fought to get out and go back. I like, to, like, like you're talking about everything you had to fight out there in the wild. And you were like, nope, I don't like these settlements. I don't like living in civilized world. I, I want to go back to the desert. Yeah, it's, it's quite the thought, honestly, um, how there's like kind of a natural pull to being out in the world instead of being cooped up in a building or locked away inside of some sort of concrete jungle, trapped in the traffic. Uh, You know, a lot of us have that kind of yearning for, you know, being out in the field in the sunshine, working in the soil, you know, uh, not being kind of confined to the uh, rules of modern society. And even still, to be these folks, I mean, were they nomads? Or are they like uh, just dudes living out there making... Tiny little uh, gardens and hunting, and I didn't get too into it, but just like nah. yeah, I guess they. Well, in the de- there's no real like. I don't know. In the desert's kind of different. You don't really do like you. You have to be nomadic in the desert. I guess so. Yeah, you, you have to follow <laughs> the water and the animals. That's know? right, man. Yeah, good call. Yeah, I don't know uh, what that's like. I, I assume it's something like uh, how they're doing it in those. Uh, tribal-based African uh, regions right near the equator, right? Like, you got to just find the water, find the animals. Um, You know, Australia kind of close to Antarctica, right? In a weird way, yeah? It's like right there. Mm. No? I I guess right there is relative. Closer than us, yes. I'm always, yeah. Well, I'm just always, I'm always amazed at how close, like South America, like the tip, kind of gets there near uh, Austria or uh, Antarctica and Australia. Yeah, South America gets close. Australia is just this huge fucking island, just floating out there, kind of nearby uh, the Antarctica beast. Some would say the biggest island. Yeah, it's got to be the biggest island. <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's the. It's the only thing that's like an island and a continent that's like the border. Yeah, Australia is such a weird one. Do you think it's more connected to Antarctica or more connected to Africa? It's its own continent. Ah, uh, damn it. Right? <laughs> I might be wrong. I'm I'm diving back to like fifth grade geography. Yeah, I know. Here. I'm flooring my head right now. Like a, its own continent? Like it's on its own sheet? 
right? So floating like, on the crust or the mantle or whatever. Right, it is. right. Like just like Europe is its own continent, so it's like it's separating. That's right. Europe is separating from the Europe from Asia. Oh wow, that's crazy. Because there's like that fault line. That's what creates the Alps or something. Not the Alps. Is it the Alps? Yeah, maybe. I always thought the mountain regions are where those, uh, you know, continental shelves are colliding and pushing. Yeah. Are they hey, now? This has re- been the dumbest lesson of geography with the two. <laughs> we get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the line and uh, yeah. call Michiukaku for me. <laughs> get Michiukaku. Uh, I just cockooed during the break, so. <laughs> 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 oh man how's everything in the shy town there no tectonic plates moving around in your uh town not that i could feel no, <laughs> no that's good a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of talk about valis i think i gotta go out this saturday you gonna... i need credits so because i missed all the meetings wow so, no, so now i have to volunteer on saturday to go uh um like door to door for paul valis Wow, all right, man. Good luck with that yeah. one. Yeah. Such a scam. You're not a uh you're not a fan of Valis? So so the U- <clears throat> the union Oh yeah. mandates you have so many of these like union credits or whatever if you're an apprentice. Oh, nice, man. So so it means you have to go to these events and you like have to volunteer for certain things. Oh yeah. And then what they do is they go to a guy like Valis, who's a candidate for mayor, and they go, hey, we'll support you, but you have to make sure you keep the code the same, because that's how we make our money. Wow. Right? The reason we could charge so much money is because the code is ridiculous. All right. Yeah. You keep the code. You keep letting us write the code, which is mandating what kind of pipes and everything you use in the city. You keep letting us write the code. We'll give you our support. And then all these apprentices that we mandate do these events, we send them out door to door for you. So this is how the politics and the unions work uh, hand in hand. You, uh, hand, in hand. Yeah. you uh, say, I'm, we're going to back you, this dude, uh, and then we will send out our minions to canvas the areas to get people to vote for you. And then when you win... And we tell you this is the new Chicago code. You're just going to approve it. Yeah, man. <clears throat> oh, that sounds. And that's, yeah, and right. that's why, I should, dude. I didn't. I didn't even know about this. I just found out today. New York dropped cast iron from its code. So Chicago's literally the last city in the in the country that requires cast iron. And is that good, bad? What like? What does that mean in, for New York versus Chicago? Oh, it means it's three times more expensive to. Do any drain work in Chicago. Oh, so, so you, you're driving more business away. <laughs> oh, nice. All uh, right, dude, man. It's, it's smart. Exponentially yeah. more money. It is literally exponentially more money. Are you guys uh, sharing not only, advisors with not only, Dude, not only is the pipe like 10 times more expensive than the plastic, it takes five times longer to do. Way more. <clears throat> Just so much more longer. Yeah, but you are now the one place that is employing cast iron um, workers at this point. And it's why our plumbers never run out of work, because, you know, it takes forever to do everything. Nice, yeah, so everyone's got time to work. That's good. Uh, That's pretty wild stuff. If they didn't use cast iron anymore, Chicago, would that be essentially the end of the cast iron industry in as far as plumbing? Isn't cast iron still like uh, railroads and shit like that? <clears throat> yeah. Right? And No, you still need cast iron. Like, yeah. Don't we it use cast be, iron for uh, military shit too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> and like cars and stuff. Really? I assumed all cars are made out of fake plastic bullshit that just cracks when you run over a rock. Yeah, I know, but if you... <laughs> If you have like brake drums or there's there's components to the car that are cast. You talking about inside the car? Well, just parts, yeah, parts. Like in the motor. No, no. Really. Well, yeah, like the engine block. All right, yeah, nice. See, I know something yeah. about cars, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like with piston rods. 
Uh, piston rods. Those are uh, cast iron. All right. So yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> piston heads. I don't know. Now you got me thinking. Well, uh, what you got me thinking about is driving and cruising. And uh, when I think about that, I remember what's that highway in Germany? Is it the? Is that the autobahn? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the autobahn. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. But here's what kills me is I think there's a store in America that's auto B A N. So, Autobahn. Okay, so and I think that's just how we all say it, but it's well, not. Yeah, well, I saw an article today and it was about the Autobahn Society, and I thought, ooh, this sounds interesting. And uh turns out I had no idea what Autobahn Society <laughs> uh means or is, and uh the best part about this is it's just another fucking retarded woke story and it's from our favorite news anchor on the planet. This better be about cars. New York City's chapter of the Audubon Society has Oh yeah, everybody, please. Have oh, yourself Frank. a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I swallowed a teaspoon teaspoon of cinnamon. This will be a thirsty Christ. experience for us all. All right, here we go. We're going to learn what the Audubon Society really is. New York City's chapter of the Audubon Society has voted to change its name, joining several other local chapters of the Bird Conservation Group, dissociating themselves (laughs) from the so-called founding father of American birding. It's a it's a group that follows. Excuse me. Researches looks at birds, right? That's (laughs) like do bird stuff. (laughs) What the fuck? the the name Autobahn is a dude, apparently. And, uh, I, I, I and guess, why is he problematic? Well, here we go. Associating themselves from the so-called founding father of American birding. Earlier this month, the National <laughs> Audubon the Society father. voted to retain the name of John James oh, Audubon. Stop right there. Stop right there. <laughs> <clears throat> the term was correctly used. But but in America, we've kind of established we've reserved the term founding father. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I would never use the term founding father of anything, you know? Yeah. I... Ex- except for the founding <laughs> fathers of America. Amy Goodman always throws me some for some wild curves. Uh, I Some great ones. Yeah, um... So are right? we- the founding father of the bird watching is okay. You just you just kind of elevated this guy to a status that I don't think he really deserves. Well, I think he started checking out birds. So uh, I'm gonna go back a little <laughs> bit so we can we can catch exactly what she's saying here. Group dissociating themselves from the so-called founding father of American birding. <laughs> Earlier this month, the National Audubon Society voted to retain the name of John James Audubon, the 19th century French-American naturalist who enslaved at least nine people and espoused racist views. That set off a revolt among leaders of local chapters. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He enslaved and espoused racist views? I can't believe it. A bridge too far. I'm sorry. I am sorry. No, 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 I can forgive you for the slaves. That's just the times. That's just the times. <laughs> oh, he espoused racist beliefs? I don't know. Oh, that's it. <laughs> what you th- what you think he thought about the people he was whipping? I mean, come on! You mean that slave owner was racist? <laughs> I don't believe it. This is shocking. You know, Frank, it's a shame I have to I have to whip these slaves. I mean, they're such sophisticated, <laughs> well brought well brought up individuals. Uh, this is crazy. <laughs> I hate to rape the women, but I respect them so highly. It's <laughs> like, I would, I'm, Frank, I only rape my slaves because of societal norms. <laughs> it's the 1800s. This is the most fucked up. Yeah, I'm so glad you caught that. I can't. I can't understand the thought patterns these people go through with these stories. Like, okay, historically, this is what's beautiful about the woke movement is, <laughs> is not only did he own slaves, he said <laughs> racial words. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. We have him on record saying the N word. <laughs> well, yeah, he owned them. <laughs> 
I don't know if you guys know how the N-word worked. Like when we owned them, the white man said it. <laughs> now so, they own us, they say it. So, dude, all I can think about from this is the fact that this is what happens when you ban these words from books like Mark Twain and stuff because when they would come up in school, we would learn about them as kids. And, you know, oh, this is, you know, this is how people talked back then, and this is, you know, the way people were treated, and you know what I'm saying? Like, there was conversation to be had, but now we just banned everything. Everything, you know, but then we have to talk about how everyone's racist at the same time. Like, I would have loved to have seen the argument when they discovered this. Oh my god, Susie, he owned nine slaves. <laughs> well, well, Anne, that's just the times. You know, we can't... We... No, no, he wrote a letter with the N-word in it. Okay, we gotta change the name of this club. <laughs> he was clearly a racist. <laughs> How did you guys come... <laughs> this is nuts, right? We. This is bizarre territory here. Did the best you... part is, is Amy Goodman, you went from a story of... We're about to go into World War Three to a story about some French fucking bird society. That's fa- yeah. That's my favorite part. This concluded her segment on the headlines. <laughs> and the Bird Society changed their name because they just found out, by the way, 2023, no historical records before showing that this guy owned slaves. And apparently owning slaves is no indication that you had racial th- you know, thoughts or beliefs. So, uh, you know. I would love to see the not racist slave owner. That is. <laughs> I know. That's that's what I'm saying. Never heard of that. All right, there was a little more. There's a little more. Meat no, 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 I don't enslave the blacks. These are Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually, remember they made their way to Italians, right? So, uh, try, oh, maybe Chinese. that's why they did switch it. Yeah, yeah, people were changing it up back then, trying new flavors. I think Italians were slaves in America, though. Uh, close to it, indentured servants. We'll go with that. We were like the Brad Pitts in 12 Years a Slave. Yes, that's right. We, we worked <laughs> with them, but we got paid better. You know? <laughs> All right. So not only does this guy own slaves, he's a racist. It's unbelievable. That set off a revolt among leaders of local chapters of the society. In a statement, NYC Audubon's board of directors wrote, quote, We recognize that Audubon's views and actions towards people of color and indigenous people were harmful and offensive, and that the harm continues today, presenting a barrier to people who might otherwise become involved in or support our work, unquote. NYC Audubon says it has begun mm. the process of mm. finding a new, more inclusive name. Yeah, more inclusive. That's my favorite part. We're you know what's really a funny? More inclusive name than the guy the who really, created this. The fun- <laughs> Dude, the funniest part is never heard of you before. Still don't really know who you people are, but I definitely know you're racist. Because I know you're a club of all white people, and that's why you're afraid of this. Wow. Well, like no, no, no society with black people in it is sitting around talking about this shit. You know. Well, this is come on. This is peak woke culture right here, man. How long has this society been around? And again, you. <laughs> From the inception of this dude, you you obviously had a history of this man. You you clearly idolized the guy. You knew he had slaves, however long from day one when you started this thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't a problem for ever until five seconds ago, and now you have to do this whole thing. Oh, we're gonna change our name. They're going to do the same thing that the Washington Redskins did. Washington Redskins had to change their name because it was racist, and then they were just the Washington football team for two years or whatever so it was. Stupid. Now they're the commanders or whatever it is. Do you know who didn't do anything? The Chicago Blackhawks. They didn't do anything at all. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good call. They're you just, can't do anything. The Chicago Blackhawks. You know what I really want to know is, was he racist towards the birds? <laughs> Yeah, he never talks about the birds. Well, you should have seen the names he gave to the black ones. He's <laughs> Don't even want to know.
so retarded. Look at our culture, man. Going back in time. Like, oh, now you must change your, the name of this organization that nobody fucking cares about uh, because the guy who founded it 130 years ago owned slaves like everybody else back then. And it's the Barbara Streisand thing, dude. Nobody knew Autobahn. Everybody thought you were talking about the highway. Exactly. Nobody knew who the fuck you were. You could change the name a hundred times, nobody would know. Don't read these letters. Get the fuck out of here. You're a bunch of white women with guilt. For whatever reason. And or, like you said, nothing better to do, right? I said white women with guilt. (laughs) (laughs) White women who are working, they don't have time for guilt. <laughs> it's so funny, man. Everything's racist, dude. Bird watchers, racist. This is the worst. <laughs> everything will be put on that shelf. The shelf will cla- collapse at some point. There's everything. You know, I'm really, how did Autobahn feel about trannies? Wait till they find out. Oh, man. That's going to be <laughs> devastating. <laughs> Oh god! Don't don't dive too deep into his letters. You know it's yeah. really interesting. Uh, I just thought about maybe any comedian or famous person or anyone who probably like isn't around. Uh, maybe let's say died twenty sixteen even and before that, right? I don't know anyone's opinion on trannies. Yeah, you shouldn't. I don't know. Any famous or well-known comedian, you know, I have no idea what George Carlin's view on trannies is or the tranny movement because it's so fresh. It's so in yeah. our face. Do you know what I'm saying? There, there aren't, I, ba- I don't even think I know what Jerry Seinfeld has to say on it. He, like, stopped well, he, doing yeah. ca- stand-up. I, I, he's probably pretty conservative considering he's a pretty rich Jew. You know, like well, my point being, this movement is so new, and it came yeah. so fast that you know there isn't a lot of dialogue prior to about four years <clears throat> ago about this topic. You know, we talked about why uh, the you know that shooter, the tranny shooter. Why you like? I don't know who was I talking about. I don't remember. Might have been the shooter. Yeah, with the tranny thing. Oh yeah. Like the anti-religion thing and everything, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was with the Black China. Oh yeah, that's right. It does go show like the I think like the the like the actual like the Jewish conservatives in Hollywood they had to like shut up the last few years. It's not just the Jesus people, you know. I think that's kind of what you're seeing with that. Where like you're like, why don't I know about their trans opinion? I think they all just shut up. More so, I'm saying, up until about five minutes ago, nobody was a tranny. Nobody was talking about trans rights. It was a non-issue. And then out of nowhere, within the time frame of social media being in the palm of every kid's hand, uh, every kid is part of the BLT sandwich, and they're gay, lesbian, everything, nothing. and you know what I'm saying? Like, th- this thing swept up like a, it was a wave. It was a tidal wave, man. It was crazy. Right. And when it came in, you couldn't disagree with it. So if you disagreed with it, you just didn't say anything. That's what's so shocking about it. And I think. Yeah, it's crazy. You always harp, or you're correct on this. Uh, government is slow. And so it takes a long time to truly react to what's occurring societally. And so. What we're seeing now is the slow version, rea- you know, government reaction to this epic tidal wave of wokeness with the trans stuff, uh, and we're getting these wild bills now. I've brought it up with several of these issues. It's crazy. We're in a time where governors are signing, you know, bills to ban drag shows, or even, you know, what I'm saying. Like, when did we get to a point where we had to say no? You can't do that for kids. And it just went so far, so hard. And then all of a sudden, because these bills are getting signed, you have these psychopaths printing out manifestos and shooting up uh, Christian schools. Yeah. 
What a wild uh, connection of shit going on. But how, weird. how else do you react? How else do you react, right? It's impossible to say, and there's only one thing to say, which is, say gay. <laughs> this morning, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is doubling down, now seeking to expand a Florida state law to ban classroom instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity in all grades. The Parental Rights and Education Act, which critics call the Don't Say Gay Bill, currently applies to grades K through third. DeSantis now wants to apply it through high school. In a surprise announcement, his administration proposing that for grades 4 through 12, instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity is prohibited unless such instruction is either expressly required by state academic standards or is part of a reproductive health course, which parents can opt out of. A DeSantis spokesperson telling ABC News there is no reason for instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity to be part of K-12 public education. Full stop. But opponents say like it could it. put students at risk, barring young people, even those in their senior year, from seeking a teacher's help if they're struggling with their identity. The White House... But they should go see their parents if they're yeah, struggling. Talk to, talk to your neighbor, your uncle. Go talk to your parent. And then if, you're, if your dad's a homophobe, uh, dude. There's just, there's other outreach, man. This is crazy that they jump right yeah. to this, like, there's nobody else to talk to. We need the teacher there to there's, indoctrinate there's the kid. There's nothing in your education or your training that trains you to counsel a child who has gender dysphoria. Exactly. As a teacher. Yes, exactly. So, uh, you should not be the one. You are trained and tested and educated to teach him about a certain topic. You're there to teach math, uh, English, yeah, <laughs> you know, history. Gen gender dysphoria will take him to a, a, a psychiatrist or something. You know, like that. That seems out of the realm of the teachers. <laughs> you, know, you know, I just think it's crazy that again. We just went full warp speed, if you will, warp speed, right <laughs> into the, look, fella, what's your problem? I'm a dude, I got a beard, I'm wearing a dress and crazy clown makeup, and I'm going to read a story to your kid. What's your problem? That is weird, too. I don't get the, I do not get the. But at the same time. <laughs> the you, drag queen thing's a whole other story. No, I that think it's, just... I think they're very related, actually, because on the same level, these dudes in the dresses want to read in the libraries and the schools, number one. And number two, these teachers that I've seen countless videos of online who are bragging about how they proclaim to their students that they are that person for them to reach out to that if they need that they themselves are whatever you want on that spectrum on the blt sandwich all right and, but they are uh there for you to talk to to talk about where you fit on that spectrum like our teachers shouldn't be there talking no. about gender spectrums with kids they should be there to say <clears throat> i'm here to teach you about this if you have pers you know, if you got problems Outside talk, of the basic academics, parents, outside of basic academics, maybe teach my son football and weightlifting outside of school. You know, when he's on the football team. Yeah, sports. You could do. You could coach. Uh, That's what. But outside of that, we're done. We're done. You're not teaching him. You know, I don't know. This is crazy. That's what I'm just saying. That on the. This is crazy. If we take a really wide look at everything that's gone on culturally. If you're a parent and you're seeing all this go on, this is scary stuff. And so, obviously, we just had some elections, some uh, fresh faces have been voted in, and people like Huckabee Sanders and the, and the folks in Tennessee and in Nebraska, they decided we're going to listen to our constituents and we're going to pass some bills where we're going to start prohibiting a lot of this buffoonery. The circus needs to stop. We can't continue this on for our kids. It's for the sake of the kids. <clears throat> it's crazy that we're at a point societally where we have to say that. And <clears throat> on top of all of that, the supreme villain, right? De Sanctimonious himself. Oh, 
Don't say gay! Calling it part of a disturbing and dangerous trend of laws targeting the LGBTQ community. It's wrong. It's completely, utterly uh, wrong. DeSantis has built a brand on cultural divisions, supporting limitations on gender-affirming <laughs> care for transgender youth. A brand on cultural on divisions? Oh, yeah. Did you see his bumper oh, sticker? It's incredible. <laughs> Laying it out a little thick there, lady, huh? <laughs> Tell me what side you're on. Jesus Christ. And has banned transgender athletes from playing girls and women's sports. Now, even though he has not announced yet, DeSantis' agenda has thrust him into a big spotlight, and that in turn is gaining a lot of attention, making him a top target from former President Donald Trump. Now, he is already running, and he is now... Oh, God, stop right there. <laughs> you fucking left-wing media, you cannot talk about anything in this world without bringing up Trump. I knew you'd love it. I How long was that? Dude, they cannot go 90 seconds Dude, without bringing up 90 Trump. 90 seconds? Dude, it's got, I, I felt it. I felt it. I was like, is this MSNBC? Is this MSNBC? Okay, we got 90 <laughs> seconds. Trump is coming. They cannot go more than 90 seconds. And half the time is to talk about how narcissistic Trump is because he only wants to hear him about himself. All you fucking do is talk about him. You, you fucking nailed 90 seconds. I don't, yeah, dude, that, dude. I don't even need to see the clock. <laughs> it's a pattern. It's, it's the same thing with democracy now. It's the same thing with Pod Save America. It's all left-wing media, dude. Oh, man. Bill I'm Maher. Bill Maher, he's a little better. He'll give you 120. <laughs> he'll, he'll, give you two, he'll give you two minutes and then he's going to drop a Trump. A two, two for Trump. That's so crazy, dude. That's, like, it's such an obsession, man. And it's so funny that you are correct. It's, you could time it. That's, it's a schedule. They can't you smell help it themselves. coming. Yeah, yes, right. You smell it coming. Oh, they've been talking about Ron DeSantis for 90 seconds. It's too long. Where's, where's Trump? <laughs> now they're going to go on a two-minute binge of Trump. <laughs> and... Then, and then follow it all up with, and I don't know why uh, Ron DeSantis can't catch up with the polls. <laughs> now let's talk about let's talk about Ivanka. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, well they're gonna have to drop all that bullshit about how he loves Ivanka real quick, uh, since the Biden diary is true now. I mean, that was like oh, the I miss, I'm, dude. What happened to the P tape? What happened to him fucking his daughter? What happened to all of that? Remember? Yeah, he was this vile, despicable, you know, child molesting rapist of a man. And now it turns out it's actually the big guy. He yeah, usually gets it turns out he fucked a middle-aged porn star. <laughs> right. Hang the guy. I mean, what the fuck you want, dude? <laughs> you know? Wow. You know what? I mean, wait. Did... Yeah, did that... That story died, didn't it? Yeah, he, no, he's not going to prosecute. It's the gone. DA can't, yeah, they, they fucking told him to stop. What are you doing? You can't actually go after a fucking... Wow. What a loser. You know what, anybody, you know what nobody's been able to answer me? That's that. Donald Trump... Who supersedes who in this hierarchy? Donald Trump has to have secret service with him for the rest of his life. That's right. So if he goes to prison, are they in the cell? Exactly. Do they stand outside the cell? Right. They have to be within eyesight, and they have to be able to get at him. Like <laughs> that's right. Man. They got to be able to get him out. So are all the doors to the exit accessible to the Secret Service who are protecting this man? <clears throat> Did you not see all the stuff floating out there over the last week or so? People saying that they were coordinating with Secret Service, how they were going to apprehend him and all that. Yeah. That was total bullshit, man. Of course, dude. Like, whoever... Like, why can't we now... Here's the problem. <clears throat> we were lied to. Total bull. Everyone... No, every no, 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 no. no. I th dude, I swear to God, because of what they did with the NYPD and everything, I think this guy was actually going to arrest him. But because Donald Trump blew, blew it for him, I think I honestly think he just blew it, and this guy was told by everybody, even on his side, just stop, don't do it. It's a bad decision. 
Wait, do you think he was going for it without approval from people like in the Biden administration and all that Absolutely. nonsense? Absolutely. Okay, really? Absolutely. I think when Donald Trump made that announcement, I think everybody was kind of caught off guard and when they found out what happened. Dude, we always talk about the media, right? Yeah, what man. happened? It was the fucking, the narrative went out. Ticker, ticker, ticker tape went everywhere. It was going crazy That's in every right, newsroom. Dude. You know, we got to sell this narrative. This guy's going too far. This case isn't going to stick. Wow. Yeah, I. that's a funny scenario of true, right? Because that's like, yeah. come on, man. I You're literally think about- that's what he did is <laughs> I think he was like, literally, he, Trump knew they like, you're going to arrest me? You know, <laughs> he just fucking told the whole world. Like, I can't believe this asshole's actually going to try this. I yeah. believe they did call this. Could you imagine calling the guys Secret Service guards? This is uh, fan- this is a fantastic your guy? theory. No, I love this theory. I think this is brilliant. So you're basically saying this is some fat idiot high on his own authority and Trump derangement syndrome thinking that he himself yes. is going to round up the troops and go and get the perp and uh, it was going to be national, international news. And so he he got everyone ready, and he made the phone call to Donald Trump's social uh, or uh, security team to try and coordinate actually arresting him. And on the other side of the line, I'm assuming they put the hand over the uh, receiver, and they all burst out laughing in the room. Thirty people just laughing hysterically. I, Trump peed himself. Uh, you know. no, all you heard, all you heard was when he came back. You heard. Can you? <laughs> can you just repeat that one more time? Dude, <laughs> 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 I swear to God. You know what I'm saying? There's no way. Like, there's, that's that's yeah, beautiful. I gotta call your Secret Service team. The best of the best this nation has to offer. Well, that's why the whole thing sounded these, ridiculous. These guys are sworn to take a bullet for you, and I gotta be I like, hey, Frank, uh, I gotta come arrest your guy because he paid a porn star $130,000. No, 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 it was, it was 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it happened when he was in, like, like when he was present. This is so fucking hilarious, man. I think Donald Trump, I, dude, you're the DA of New York, man. This guy lives in a bubble. He You're was right. probably setting this up with all, you know. Good call, man. They probably thought this was going to take them to the next level. Like, this is going to elevate us. I'm going to run for president one day level kind of shit, you know? Oh, man. You could see him getting up that morning, too, having the best breakfast of his life. Oh. Every intern he's ever <laughs> fucked is just lined up right there. <laughs> I told you, baby, I'm going to take you to the top with me. You know, it's you can just picture it. And then he got the call from Nancy Pelosi's tits. You gotta call. You gotta call. You gotta call this off. <laughs> I think Chuck Schumer called him. They're, yeah, they're no, you same. phrased it right, Chuck Schumer. One of Nancy's tits. You got it. Oh, he's the left. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. Chuck Schubert went to get plastic surgery to look more Jewish. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> He's like transforming into a gremlin of some sort. Like, uh, and this goes to both sides. I don't know what happens when you attain that power, but it's some sort of Star Wars esque, you know, what happens to the Emperor. Uh, dark energy, dude. You're using the dark Both side. sides, Democrat, Republican, look at them all. They look frightening, man. They are creatures. Like, I wouldn't trust them yeah. near my kids. You know what I'm saying? They're so yeah, yeah, that's true. gross and gremlin-like. Uh, they're lizards, I'm telling you, for all my lizard uh, believers out there. Because, um, dude, you're right. You look at some of them, and you're like, dude, they're in their 70s. Dude, Uncle Frank is 72. No, yeah, exactly. No, I, I feel like that guy would beat me in a race right now. Look, even I always uh, say Matt Gates and Swalwell are the same, but on both sides, they both are just gross humans. Yeah, how that's these, true. You're gr- yeah, they're gross. How do these gross, ghoulish-looking freaks 
get a lot of inbreeding. in over and over again. Like, what happened? Oh, they're all from the same genetic pool. That's the problem, <laughs> You're right, dude. You. No, I think they're you're right, dude. They all swim in the same pool. Oh, that's... that grosses me out, man. Yeah. anytime somebody tries to get in, like an Al Franken or anybody, they fucking kick them out real quick. Oh, that's right. The uh, the photo of you fake grabbing the person's boobs who's wearing a uh, bulletproof vest. It goes viral, and you're out, buddy. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? No, Eric Swalwell? Yeah, you know, go ahead. Out. <laughs> Security clearance? Why give me the top? All he did was fuck a spy. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, to be fair, did you see her? Little Chinese woman. Beautiful. The name is Fang Fang. How could you not like it? Come on, man. Uh, uh, if we if we kicked him out for that, we'd have to kick out half the men. How is it they kicked out Al Franken, but Swalwell exists still? He's still there. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, dude. It's because it's got to be connections. It's connections. What know? is happening with that one, dude? That means I think you're right on the money. They couldn't. It's a gene pool. They couldn't have also an outsider there potentially leaking the info to the world. Yeah, I think it's more like, dude, I'm telling you, it's more like, yeah, this is Cousin Eric. <laughs> cousin. Yeah, he sleeps with hookers. You know? <laughs> he likes the Chinese ones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all got, hey, hey, this is my Cousin Eric. No, he's going to sleep with hookers. Some of them are spies, but trust me, he keeps his mouth shut. <laughs> well, and then you. He's a, good, he's a good guy. That's when you, you take him on a private jet. And, uh, you know, and Eric's there. He's like, oh, what's this plane called? This is lovely. Oh, it's called the Lolita Express, actually, Eric. And uh, we're going to... We got to introduce you to the Russians. (laughs) We're going to Little St. James Island here. And uh, (laughs) we heard you like Little Asians. (laughs) And do it here where we can film you, not the Chinese. (laughs) And then you got the guy in your pocket. And then I can only assume, and I do believe this because he was thrown out... Uh, so quickly for absolutely nothing. Uh, Al Franken didn't diddle the kitties, didn't fuck the whores, didn't uh, play the game. Wow. Dude, the fact that that's what got rid of him was that picture. That was the worst they had on him. Think they had, about that. They had to go so hard on it. That might be the most pure man that was ever in Congress. That well, was the worst thing they... Dude, you would have worse on me if I was sitting in that we, seat. We talked about Al Franken a while back, maybe Man. a year ago, on how he maybe, because it was, I think, Minnesota, and it was Al Franken from SNL, like, the politics at the time, maybe they just didn't allocate resources and didn't take it seriously, and then once in a while, you know, a grassroots movement does sneak a player into the game, and he... I think he was one of those, and then they had to go all in on getting him out because then look at the machine we got now, man. It's greased, baby. Like it, it they're all now you got in. the squad. You got everyone on both sides are all in, and the messaging is clear. And yeah, you're right. Nothing has changed throughout time, man. These people, they may be left or right or whatever, but they're all part of the same machine. They're all on the same team. Together, really, they're getting kickbacks from the same corporations. That's a big club, and you're not in it. <laughs> That's very true. Actually, and yeah. like, it's just you know, I don't, I don't just see much of a difference you know, you know, between. Yeah, both it's crazy because I, do, I really didn't like him or agree with his politics, but I could look at the other team and just be like, ah, that's not a fair shake, right? You know? <laughs> like, that really wasn't fair. That guy should have stayed. Al Franken, uh, man, got the short end of the stick there. Pretty, pretty crazy looking back on it. Again, with all the sleaze balls, like the Swalwells uh, and the Gateses, the Gates. and uh, and even the goofballs, like the squad, like AOC. What a fucking it, nut job! You man. got a guy who had a stroke. He's brain dead. <laughs> yeah, stroke guy. I keep forgetting about stroke guy. <laughs> And then the guy who's so old he fell. From polio he got in 1934. <laughs> but don't worry, folks. We got the 84-year-old dude with dementia. I don't... Uh, <laughs> you also got the 90-year-old lady with dementia, but she's coming back. Did you see the clip dementia. of Biden? It went viral. I didn't get time to verify it or really listen to it. I had a feeling maybe there was some of that uh, AI... 
kind of nonsense going on with it, but it was apparently a hot mic and Biden or Biden had the microphone. He was talking about like ice cream and stuff. And it was right after the shooting had occurred. And uh, did you see this? No. Okay. It was. All right. Well, I have a job (laughs) and I don't. And so what's wonderful is, um, you know, we have all this crazy stuff going on. Biden's an idiot. Uh, Everyone's too old to be in office. And then I saw that we're trading uh, guns for fentanyl, my man. And now to an NBC News exclusive. Whoa, the United States and Mexico <laughs> are preparing to announce a deal to crack down on fentanyl coming across the southern border. And in return, the U.S. will do more to stop the flow of guns making their way south into Mexico. That's according to two sources familiar with this strategy. NBC News Homeland Security correspondent Julia Ainsley joins us on this now. Hey, Julia. So we understand this is a tentative agreement and again, an NBC News exclusive. But walk us through the specifics we know right now. Well, we understand, Savannah, that this is a result of months of some pretty tense negotiations between U.S. officials and Mexican counterparts to try to get Mexico to do more to counter fentanyl. We know that a lot of fentanyl that finds its way into the United States comes first from China to Mexico in the form of raw materials. It's manufactured there and then comes across the southern border. In fact, in the last year, in 2022, over 50,000 pounds of fentanyl were seized at the southern border. And so this is something Mm -hmm. U.S. really wants to get a handle on, and they need Mexico's help. But, of course, Mexico also has a siege of its own violence dealing with cartels and their impact there. We now understand that a deal could be announced in the coming days that will allow Mexico to have uh, more reporting from the U.S. in terms of guns that are crossing. We'll try to do more to control and track that, while Mexico will be using more law enforcement sources and working with the U.S. more closely to track the production of fentanyl and those. This makes no Mm. sense. They're saying we're going to control guns going into Mexico as if that was the big problem, right? We're, We're making too many guns, Mike, and we're sending too many guns to Mexico. And then, uh, they're well, gonna supposedly we do trade for guns for drugs. That's like the big thing. Yes, I and I, I think that's why they're having a hard time reporting on this. You're you're talking about the CIA, correct? No, no. Well, well, I don't know who's doing it, but I yeah, I assume it's gotta be, right? Yes. Who else? It's you know. It's uh... yeah, it, Oh yeah, you go to the southern border, it's probably nine FBI agents and one Latino guy. And then after they make millions and millions of dollars, they bust the one guy. <laughs> We're trading guns for fentanyl. <clears throat> Meanwhile, it's all coming from the fucking Chinese, man. And they're like well, just breezing yeah. over that. Did you notice like, oh yeah, well, we know it's all coming from the Chinese, but we're going to strike this deal with the Mexicans and uh, we're going to trade them some more guns or take away the guns. You know, we're going we're gonna to work with the guns and the fentanyl, but we know it's coming from the Chinese. <laughs> what, is, what is going on here? <laughs> You, yeah. we can't... you can't stop it from coming to Mexico? <laughs> I mean, coming from China to Mexico? Why can't we openly, fully be like, hey, we have a problem with fentanyl. It's killing people. Uh, and it's coming from the Chinese. We need, You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what we need to bring back is pirateering. Pirateering? Yeah. Explain, please. It was pretty much illegal pirates. It was like the king would dec- he would like so like if Spain if Spain was at war with France, you could get like a uh, you get a letter from the king of Spain, and now you could take over and siege any seize any ship that was flying under the fen- French flag. <clears throat> so you're saying we bring back the pirates, and they can uh, take over any I Chinese. Yeah, then, you know, America declares a sea war with China, and wow. uh, any ship, you know, if you if you have permission from the government, then you yeah. can take over the China ship. China ship. This, this is great, because I see an opportunity here to uh, kickstart Johnny Depp's career, actually. He can do, like, uh, a little uh, documentary for Netflix out there, 
uh, Captain Jack Sparrow in the real world <laughs> on the open seas. Pirates of the China Sea. Pirates of the Sell China Sea. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great chance for Johnny Dub, man. Bring back. Yeah, he the- needs a comeback. I I keep saying it. I like the pirate idea, and uh, well, two ways here. I like pirate idea for Johnny Dub. I like pirate idea for uh, the United States. This sounds cool. I think also this would alleviate the problem uh, with the young folk who uh, don't want to go out there and work. Oh, good call. Yeah, we just force them on the boat. Once you're out at sea, you got no choice. Oh, I, you're thinking force them. I like that. I, I was thinking, uh, you know, maybe you, uh, try to get them to uh, do like, um, you know, online streaming kind of thing, like almost like video gaming, but they're on the open seas. Everyone, no, no, no. everyone you, wants to throw a them on tape. a boat. But then once they're out in the middle of the ocean, you either work or we throw you in the ocean. <laughs> and you could swim back you know with the yeah, pirating I'm seeing a new opportunity again for our uh, prison population issue right you could serve out your sentence here in the prison uh, or out on the open seas mm. yeah I like that and I think you could make that a reality TV show very easily I was trying to think how you could turn that into reality. Yeah. Oh, it's all reality TV shows. We're living, <laughs> we're living in a reality TV show, you know. Regardless, oh, it's a simulation. <laughs> Are you getting even further down simulation road? Uh, I'm more. Uh, the longer I live, the more I believe it. You were, uh, you got me on the whole like uh, replicating thing, where the people, uh, you know, were kind of. You know, multiplying and seeing each kind of uh, variation. If a program were to do so, that would make the most sense. So, yeah, I'm seeing simulation a little bit. It's kind of around. No, I think we're we more are the robots of another society that was built to explore the universe. Nice. Well, at least yeah. we're part of something. Uh, you know, grander than just hanging out and doing work and dying, right? Nah, that's the best thing to do. Yeah, that's it. Work, have kids, and die. (laughs) Well, uh, it's tough these days to uh, get by that way, honestly, because Mike, I've proved it once again. Tonight, Fox 31 is getting an inside look at the first cloud seeding site in the front range. Yeah, it's a new pilot program in Boulder County that just launched in the last few months. Our Nicole Fierro takes us on site, seeing what this could mean for local water supply. How am I going to grow my garden, live my life, <laughs> if they're going to fucking block the sun and mess up my skies with their cloud seeding devices? From under skis to into our front range basin. We're working with Mother Nature to squeeze a little bit more snow out of the clouds. Cloud seeding, a science technology. Okay, Frank, we don't need to listen to But man, do you want to know why this proves you were right about all of it? (sighs) Why is that, man? Because they wouldn't announce that they're actually doing it unless they've perfected it. It, Well, that's where they go on to talk about how this guy's created, he said they successfully... Uh, hit six uh, various storms this year, and they got out of it uh, 30 inches of snowfall in one of the parks. So, this proves your theory about that 100-year flood. Yes, they've been doing it. No, they, they, they've... And they just went too far with it that one year. Now that they know the limitations, they got it honed in. Yes. Now they're announcing to the public we're doing it. They're, you they're, were right. They're right in our face about it. I was at... I was... I found this clip at lunch, and I'm eating there and hanging out, and I look up, and I literally watch them. They were flying over again. They're using drones to do it. Uh, they're all in on it, and I did a little more research. Uh, Colorado's a part of eight states that are all in on the cloud seeding technology, especially Colorado's part of the Four Corners, which is uh, New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona. They are all in on this stuff. There's... Mm-hmm. This uh, silver iodide or whatever that they're spraying, uh, you could look it up. What bothers me so much is they admit fully, yes, it's hazardous. It's toxic. 
to humans and wildlife. But they believe that it's not as toxic the way they're spraying it because they're dispersing it in an aerosolized <laughs> form. I'm not making this up. This, yeah, I know, I know. This is literally it's, it's what they think. It's unbelievable, their justification for it. But, and they claim yeah. that it's only toxic when it's centralized. But if you spray this shit over and over again over the same fucking places for decades, are you not centralizing your toxins on that environment? You are. That's the fucking point. And so here I am, and I live in a fucking state where they didn't just sign off and continue to sign off and further fund these programs. They're bragging about it. They're doing news stories about it. They love themselves about it. This fucking asshole in Boulder, this hippie piece of shit, putting clouds with silver dioxide or whatever the fuck he's spraying up there. Fuck this motherfucker. He's poisoning our fucking sky, and he is high and fucking mighty. This motherfucker probably wears a mask when he's driving alone in his fucking Subaru, this piece of shit. Oh, he's got a Prius. He knows he's a Prius. Absolutely, he's driving a Prius. Too slow in the left lane, mind you. I guarantee it. This asshole. With, the, with his blinker on for nine miles. And I'm fired up on this one, man, because they're, they are, they love themselves. This is the fucking, these are the assholes who love themselves for wearing their masks. They love themselves for standing six feet, for spraying down their groceries. These are the motherfuckers who, in the name of fucking safety, are destroying our fucking lives. Yeah. Ruining the environment. God only knows what this is going to... Fuck this guy. Fuck Uh, this guy. Fuck these motherfuckers in Boulder. These fucking hippie fucking liberal losers who think they're fucking heroes because everyone wants to be a fucking hero and they're not. You know what they are? They're fucking psychopaths. They think they could control the environment like fucking God Fuck them. Fuck these pieces of shit. I, I'm seriously, I'm done with Colorado. You motherfuckers. You're going to poison everybody here. You are poisoning everyone here. But where are you going to go, dude? That's going to travel everywhere. Well, like, my, There's no way you could contain that to one area. They are so... If you listen to these articles, or read these articles and listen to these clips... In these interviews, these people are filling the water basins with these shit. They are proud of themselves. They think they're bringing water to people. Filled with chemicals, man. Oh, yeah, then you're going to drink that shit? So I don't care about what's in the sky. It's in the earth. It's in my garden. I'm growing food here, man. Get Can't the wait fu- to see and, silver water. And, and I uh, didn't vote for this. That's the problem. <laughs> you know what? Here's my issue is, and there should be lawsuits about this, because as a human being, do I not have the right to unfiltered sky? No. It's not your sky. It's America's. Well, it's not this dipshit out in fucking Lions, this piece of crap who goes to, yeah. works at CU. I hate fucking heroes. These, pe- these people who think they're fucking heroes saving the environment, they're not. They're ruining our lives. They're going to restrict all our freedoms. They're going to destroy the environment. They don't know what they're doing. And all I think in the name of saving you. The fucking science, in the name of fucking science, this false deity, the fake god science. You know what? This fake god will destroy us. We have, we have worshipped this altar now as a culture for too long. And it's going to destroy us. I, I look up at the sky every day and I see them scorching it. It's disgusting. Shame on everyone who thinks it's a good idea. You're ruining this world. Because you think you, you're saving it from man-made pollution. Enjoy your fucking windmills, losers. Unreal. All right, I got nothing left. <laughs> I burned out the gas tank, but I fucking needed it. Hell yeah, great show. We'll see you next time.